Today is Thursday, October 26, 2023. FBI received criminal information from over 40 confidential sources on Joe and Hunter Biden. Why is this coming out now? Because they are going to stop Joe Biden from running for president. Democrat Jamal Bowman is arrested for pulling the fire alarm on Capitol Hill. Insurrectionist going to jail. Actually, he might go to jail. We'll see. Six months in jail? Anybody? Anybody? How about the gulag? Speaking of gulags in the police state, Dinesh D'Souza joins the show. Talk about his brand new movie, How You Like in America with the first Republican speaker ever in Congress. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. We were live yesterday for five hours. Five hours. And then, of course, we do recordings before and after. And so many, many hours here. Uh, But we were live to show you the historic moment of us gaining a Republican speaker for the first time in my lifetime or yours. And the way I can, the reason I can say that definitively is whatever you think of Newt Gingrich. I mean, Newt Gingrich is fine for his time, I guess. I, I got nothing against Newt. But you know that Democrats controlled Congress? We were looking through the annals of history. Democrats controlled Congress from like the 50s, from like 1955. Democrats controlled the House of Representatives through the 90s. So you're talking unified control of government. It it can't be stated enough exactly how demonstrable and massive and victorious it was yesterday. And we were proud to carry forth our broadcast for you so that you can witness this historic moment where we had an actual Republican in charge of the Republican Party in D.C. Isn't that nice? Just a just a top line there before we jump into some of the awesome things that Mike Johnson's actually doing now in Congress, which is amazing. Democrats are getting arrested. (laughs) The FBI's going after Joe Biden. Mike Johnson hasn't even been in power for 24 hours. Let's go, baby. Mike Johnson also, of course, saying that it was God, you know, placing the placing God at the center of his speakership. Wasn't that a beautiful thing yesterday? Man, that was awesome to see. It's placing God at the center of his speakership, and they got that photo of In God We Trust with Mike Johnson up there as Speaker of the House. I think that alone, as a takeaway, is a really beautiful thing. We did our show yesterday from stem to stern, showed you the whole vote, showed you the whole historic moment. Uh, And so as a father of three kids under the age of three, I need my sleep. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I use Beam Dream Powder. Beam Dream Powder helps me drift right off to sleep because if you get less than six or seven hours of sleep, man, you're going to horribly uh, hurt your body. So you got to make sure that you're getting deep, good, abiding REM sleep. Dream Powder helps me, ladies and gentlemen, and my listeners today can get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. It's getting cold outside. Even here in Tampa, it's getting a little chilly. Get their hot cocoa for sleep. No added sugar. Now you're available in flavors like sea salt, caramel, cinnamon, cocoa, chocolate, peanut butter. Your sleep has never tasted better. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get 40% off limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Benny. Use the code Benny at checkout. B-E-A-M slash Benny. Use the code Benny at checkout for 40% off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on in the Mike Johnson speakership? Well, we have some updates from that, but first on the top line, what is this? In the midst of all of the revelry and all the joy about about Mike Johnson becoming speaker and the good things that are happening, I want to make a note here. You're never going to agree with a politician 100% of the time, okay? 
I see some stuff about like people trying to now take down Mike Johnson. Like, oh, he said something I disagreed with. Listen, man, like, please, please understand that you're never going to get perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. There are going to be things where you disagree with people. Like, war is about understanding who your allies are and how to fight and how to win. Okay? So let's remember who the actual enemy is. Let's remember the actual threat to us is not a foreign power. It is certainly not China or Russia. The greatest threat to us in this country is a weaponized government that sees us as the enemy. Period. They they are far greater threat to us than anything happening in Israel or Gaza or Iran or China. The biggest threat to our nation is a government that is wildly demonic, out of control, bloodlust for power that sees us, the American citizens, as their greatest threat, their greatest enemy, because we may remove them peacefully from power by voting them out or by putting in candidates like Donald Trump who would clean them out. Schedule F is a good example. So that is the biggest fear that we should all have, right? And that must be this, we must set ourselves on the goal of deconstructing that state. That is, that is far and away the biggest problem. If I did have a problem with Mike Johnson's speech yesterday, it's that he immediately was like, and now we're going to support Israel. It's like, man, can we just focus on America for a little bit? Can we focus on the problems here in this country for just like, can we just have a moment to focus on America first? But, you know, I reserve the right to criticize as well. Nonetheless, I'll tell you what, like, it does look like the dam is breaking here. The FBI received criminal information from 40 confidential sources on Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and James Biden, according to Chuck Grassley. Man, this is some absolute bombshell stuff. So 40 confidential sources who the FBI only takes a confidential source if they know that they are credible. Chuck Grassley effectively saying that there is such a preponderance of evidence to Joe Biden's criminality that it's like going to be impossible for him to continue on as president. All right. Here's here's the news. Check it out. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley says the FBI maintained more than 40 confidential human sources on various criminal matters related to the Biden family, dating back to Joe Biden's time as vice president. Grassley saying the sources provide criminal information about Joe, James and Hunter Biden. He says the confidential human sources were managed by multiple FBI field offices across the nation. Senator Grassley also saying a task force within the bureau's Washington field office sought to and in some cases did shut down reporting and information from those sources by falsely discrediting the data as foreign disinformation. Senator Grassley makes those claims in a letter to the FBI director and attorney general, which was obtained exclusively by Fox News Digital. Top in and look at that letter, okay? This directly from Chuck Grassley, the king of oversight. It is a seven-page letter, but we will read you the most important paragraph, which is right up here at the very top. So Chuck Grassley writing, Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland. This letter is based on years of investigated investigation, including the provision of information records and allegations from multiple Justice Department whistleblowers that indicate that there is and has been an effort among certain Justice Department and FBI officials to improperly delay and stop full the complete investigative activity into the Biden family, including but not limited to FD 1023s referencing the Biden family. This alleged political 
infection breaks faith with the American people, and it will ruin our government institutions should it continue. As just one initial example, I've been made aware at this point in time that the FBI has maintained over 40 confidential human sources to provide criminal information relating to Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden. An essential question that must be answered is this. Did the FBI investigate information or shut it down? Indeed, those sources were improperly shut down. Wouldn't it be out of the ordinary for the FBI? This letter will address. And then uh, Chuck Grassley, who is, again, in his 80s, has been a senator forever, doesn't need any clout, doesn't need any special cable news hits, doesn't need to get any following on social media. He ain't in this for... Like, again, he ain't in this for the clout. Chuck Grassley is in this for all the right reasons. He goes through in detail in this letter the incredible sourcing that he has about the FBI shutting down all of the blackmail operation on Joe Biden, which is exactly what Jesse Waters called it last night, saying this is effectively the FBI stating to Joe Biden, we got you by the balls and over the barrel. So unless you want to be a fish in the barrel, then you better give us our brand new FBI headquarters, which he did, right? Brand new spanking billions of dollars for the FBI to go build some giant compound out in Virginia. Donald Trump had stopped it. Uh, You better give us, of course, like, you better not ever investigate us for our criminal actions. You better not investigate our agents like Peter Strzok or Lisa Page, who are now suing the government in order to get a ton of money. They were just doing their jobs to try and stop Trump. The entire ecosystem was to stop Trump. You better not You better not go after us the way that Trump did, effectively. This is blackmail. Watch. Not only was Biden blackmailing other countries and other countries blackmailing him, but the FBI was blackmailing Biden. Senator Chuck Grassley just announced that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has had 40 informants inside the Biden family for the last 15 years. What does that mean? It's exactly what you think. 40 FBI informants, going back to the time Joe Biden was vice president, have been providing criminal information to FBI field offices throughout the country. 40 FBI informants have been feeding the bureau exactly what Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden have been doing all over the world. Primetime isn't sure the FBI had this many informants working on the Trump campaign. So what does it mean that the FBI has had the Biden family wired? And what does it mean that the FBI hasn't done a thing? Well, it tells me that the FBI knows all of the president's dirty laundry and is blackmailing him. Ha, blackmailing him. Yes. And if Joe Biden is underwater come next summer, which he will be to Donald Trump, Donald Trump will be 10 points up, then they will effectively say, now's red button time, pal. Get out of the car. We're on the bridge that goes to nowhere. How you like cement shoes? They're going to push Biden out of office. If Joe Biden proves to be incapable of running against Donald Trump, which he has, has clearly proven, if Joe Biden proves to be incapable of running against Donald Trump, they are going to shove him overboard. Why do you think they're trotting around Gavin Newsom to Israel and China right now? You know, Xi Jinping won't meet with Biden. Isn't that something? The president of China, president of China, dictator of China, won't meet with Joe Biden. Even though Joe Biden likes to tell the story of Joe, oh, I was trying to hit the Himalayas. 
Maar, en ja, als het kleiner is, een hemel. Als het wordt heel Himalaya's. <laughs> That's such a great clip. So Joe Biden is sitting there, like, outside of Xi Jinping's communist palace, holding up a discman, right? Holding up, holding up a speaker, right? Trying to play music, trying to get Xi Jinping to come out and meet him. And he won't meet him. But he'll meet Gavin Newsom. And what does that tell you? That tells you that Gavin Newsom, they're going to try and do the old switcheroo. That's what I think. Gavin Newsom's playing president right now. So just notice, be a noticer, right? So we've been noticing, we've been noticing along these lines that it was Chuck Grassley who had to do the FBI's job for them and who alludes to tapes that the FBI has of Joe Biden actually committing the bribes, actually committing crimes. The FBI has Joe Biden on tape because they were recording it. It's all starting to come into play here. So the FBI is doing the same thing that they did to Donald Trump. Surreptitiously recording, have moles inside of the campaign, monitor the guy so they can use leverage on him when they get into office. A reminder, your every single organized government in the world is a criminal cartel. This is where you'll find enlightenment. Find enlightenment with me. Every organized government in the world is a criminal cartel, and every single leader of those cartels are selected puppets. That's why Donald Trump uh, eviscerated the system so bad. This is why they had such an apoplectic panic attack with Donald Trump. Because for the first time in who knows how long, they weren't a selected puppet like the Bushes were and the Clintons were and so on. So this is why the FBI is, of course, hiding the tapes of Joe Biden committing bribery crimes. Watch. The 1023 produced to the House committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. Well, there you go. From the king of oversight inside of the Senate, the old bull, Chuck Grassley. Well, I have the recordings. We have the recordings. We have the tapes. Where the hell are the tapes? We have a dear friend named Greg Kelly who has an awesome show on Newsmax. I encourage you to watch it. Greg Kelly says that he knows, and Greg Kelly, of course, a military man himself, worked in law enforcement. Greg Kelly's father was the police commissioner of New York for a very long time. He is deeply sourced in law enforcement. Greg Kelly on his show a couple of weeks ago said that there are going to be tapes that drop about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's world is going to become unraveled in at the end of October. So we're here, all right? We like Greg Kelly. We trust his reporting. Remember, he promised that Joe Biden would start to actually feel ex enormous amounts of pain and pressure around the end of October and that tapes would be dropped that would destroy his presidency. Watch. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much, um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween.
This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that mm, he might be able to do potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one and it makes a lot of sense. So why have has there been such chaos inside of the ranks? Why do they fight so hard to stop Jim Jordan from becoming speaker? Read the room, man. I think they know that that the greatest defense against Joe Biden's potential impeachment in the House is to have Republicans in chaos. They knew it and they were leveraging. I believe that there are, of course, no Democrats who are secret Republicans. There are a ton of Republicans that are secret Democrats and they use their leverage. All organized governments are criminal cartels and they use cartel tactics. This is the FBI holding holding blackmail on Joe. You will do what we say. We have you by the balls, the old saggy powdery balls. James Comer is saying, now we can get back to work. Thank God. And there's going to be criminal referrals inside of the Biden family. Wow. Watch. Well, they're being investigated by the House Oversight Committee, and there's going to be criminal referrals uh, when we're finished with this investigation. And, you know, no one knows anything about Jim Biden because he didn't leave a laptop lying around like Hunter Biden. But I can tell you after uh, peeking inside that Jim Biden's personal finances and his business, so-called business finances over the past decade, uh, there's no different. There's nothing that differentiates Jim Biden from Hunter Biden. And the beauty about this AmeriCorps deal and that $200,000 check, that had absolutely nothing to do with Hunter Biden. And the media wants to say this is an investigation of Hunter Biden. Like, why are you investigating the president's son? He didn't work for the government. Joe Biden was ringleader. This was the family business. It wasn't just Hunter Biden. And it wasn't just Jim Biden. There were many Biden that were involved in in presenting the Biden brand and shaking people down for payments in exchange for pardons, in exchange for, uh, you know, uh, firing prosecutors in foreign countries, yeah. in exchange for navigating the bureaucracy in the government. Just because they didn't get what they wanted, that still makes it, that, that, that's still illegal. That's still bribery. So James Comer's saying, and this is the first time we've heard this, which is awesome. We're, we will do criminal referrals. James Comer saying it's happening. I've seen enough. I've peeked just a little bit into their banking. And reminder, James Comer is a banking expert. This is how he made his bones. James Comer is a banking genius. He knows the practices. He knows how they are done correctly. And he knows how they are done illegally. James Comer is the right man for the right time. Much like Mike Johnson, I think. Really, really come around on this guy. Mike Johnson, hopefully, is a man of God. I mean, I know he's a man of God. His actions prove it. He's going to need some prayer, baby. He's going to need prayer. An important reminder that Chuck Schumer, in, 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 in a clip that, man, it's hard for me to say this. It's the nicest thing Chuck Schumer's ever done. It may, if I were to meet Chuck Schumer, I would, I would, I would say, and, and you were to say, give him a compliment. I'd be like, thank you for this moment. 
Because there's this moment where Chuck Schumer gave this incredible warning to Donald Trump and, and like told Donald Trump the truth about Washington, D.C. And he, 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 you know he was slipping up here. He shouldn't have said this. And he probably got smacked around uh, by his masters, right, after saying this. But Chuck Schumer straight up told us the game the week before Donald Trump was inaugurated, saying this, these intel agencies tell me that they are going to destroy you. Dude, thanks, Chuck. Some people should have listened. Watch. That's this antagonism that's yep. taunting to the intelligence tell community. You, you take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to? but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about. Just a reminder, that clip is just remarkable. From what I am told. What do you mean from what you are told? And what do you mean by they? It's incredible. The onion. How much Trump like rewired the system? Because they should never be talking like that. Chuck Schumer is saying that he's an intelligence asset. And that the intelligence agencies come in there and tell Chuck Schumer what to say. And that Chuck Schumer can't help himself. They're very angry at Donald Trump. They're going to get back at him. They're going to get back at him. Here they come. And, of course, you know, if you have the power to create, you have the power to destroy. And so the intelligence agencies create Joe Biden and they destroy Donald Trump because they have uni- they have absolute unified, ironclad, octopus tentacle control of Washington, D.C., the ghost in the machine. And they continue to cover up for the Bidens. They continue to shut down for the Bidens. The length we must elect a Republican president this is our only shot at understanding the true criminality of this family. Jesse has more reporting, watch. Even the FBI informant that said the Bidens shook down Ukraine for a $10 million bribe, that was vetted and found not to be foreign disinformation. But it gets worse. The FBI's attempt to follow up on the $10 million Ukrainian Biden bribe was shut down. The FBI informant who said there's 17 tapes of Biden talking about bribes, that too has been shut down, despite that there's no evidence that this is foreign disinformation. And while all of this is going on, the FBI has been actively planting information against Donald Trump, doctoring emails and disseminating fake dossiers. The FBI used Biden to get revenge on Trump. They got a dirty politician elected so they could defeat a politician who caught them trying to frame him and fire their director. What an what a perfect distillation of all of this. Get a filthy, dirty, compromised, overly leveraged criminal politician elected to be the Muppet head of our criminal cartel, Joe Biden. And to juice any everything they can out of Orange Man. It's a really nice little summary there because that's precisely what happened and is why we must in this moment be awake and stop what is happening. And it's why we must pray. We do a Bible verse every single day. I mean, prayer is important. We live in it. We, we are spirits who have physical bodies right now, but we live inside of a spiritual realm. 
and we just don't see the spirit world. And they want to remind you that they, they, they try as hard as they can to stop you from seeing that these that, that, that this exists, right? That we are actually celestial beings. That we are human beings with a soul and that soul can be corrupted and that demons walk the earth. Of course, you've all seen the shooting in Maine. There's demonic activity. People are possessed. People get possessed. We don't talk about it enough. Oh, you're not allowed to say that. Well, okay, Christ said it. People get possessed and they create, they, they do heinous acts under, under evil possession. And so you have to be willing to call out evil. And that's why I was so, I was, it was remarkable yesterday watching Mike Johnson, who is himself a Christian and a devout one, give effectively a sermon from inside of the, inside of the well of the House of Representatives. Now, Mike Johnson on Joe Biden and his criminality, yo, Mike Johnson knows the constitution. This man can preach just again, in case you need a little extra chin music Unlike how and why Mike Johnson is the right man for the right time, check out this clip of Johnson talking about impeaching Joe Biden. Expressly states that the sole power of impeachment belongs here to this House. And then Article 2, Section 4 says, listen to the language carefully. It's expressly written in the Constitution. This is not political talking points. We're not making this up. It says in Article 2, Section 4 that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. My friends, I just listed just a small sampling, just the tip of the iceberg of, of the credible allegations and the mounting evidence that shows that Joseph Biden has engaged in bribery schemes, pay-to-play schemes. This is what the evidence shows. We have to follow it. We took an oath to uphold the Constitution. The Constitution requires this. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's Mike Johnson straight up saying the Constitution requires us to impeach Joe Biden <laughs> for not high crimes and misdemeanors. That's what everyone used during the Clinton era. Get that out of your brain. Rewire your brain. Read your Constitution for treason and bribery is what you're supposed to impeach a president for. High crimes and misdemeanors are down in the document. Treason and bribery is what was listed as the crimes that you must. You are commanded to impeach a president on. And now that's the Speaker of the House. Come on, baby. Buckle up. Let's get going. If you care to see the greatest endorsement of Mike Johnson's speakership, well, ladies and gentlemen, I got one for you. It's our salt that lib clip of the day. So I need you to get your salt shakers ready. Okay. Get the salt shakers out. I want to see the entire comment section flowing with salt. I have for you a clip of an MSNBC reporter having an apoplectic panic attack, a weepy, tear-filled, molten lava panic attack on the steps of the U.S. Capitol because Mike Johnson just became speaker. Because this soft-spoken, kindly, gentlemanly, father-of-four Christian man just became speaker of the House. The seething, writhing, demonic uh, uh, meltdowns that happened on the left should give you every bit of evidence that Mike Johnson is the right man for the right time. Get your salt shakers out, baby. Let's salt that lip.
has views way outside. I mean, I hope they send him out of the campaign trail because his views on abortion are way outside the mainstream of Republican political thought on the other side of voters in Kansas and Ohio and other very, very red parts of the country. His views on democracy, again, to the right of Republican voters, his views on foreign policy to the right of the Republican voter. What were they thinking? Well, Stuart Stevens said what I was also told by some folks who were starting to parse through the Mike Johnson record, which is he's Jim Jordan with a jacket and a smile. That's something that when you actually start parsing through the policy comes through very clearly that this is someone who maybe without the publicity and fanfare is certainly working in lockstep on the same ideological and ethos ideas that people like Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise have been talking about over the course of the last several years. <laughs> he's he's to the right of republicans on democracy <laughs> you can find the entire that that clip goes on for another like 10 minutes you can find it up on our social medias go check us out on x or on uh any social media that we're on we that clip is amazing she goes on for another like four or five minutes oh he's so bad he's a christian check out this photo it's a great, it's a beautiful photo. In God we trust, baby. In God we trust. Boy, oh boy, we say it on this show a lot. These people are not in charge. God is in charge. These people are not in charge. God is in charge. And we should be thankful. God works in mysterious ways. You know that I had my frustrations with the logistics of this issue and three weeks losing momentum on a lot of these investigations in the Biden crime family. Three weeks of lost momentum is a bad thing. But I really like Mike Johnson. Got to tell you, man, I really like Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson stating yesterday, I believe that scripture, the Bible, is very clear. God is the one who raises up in those in authority. And we are all here for a reason. Preach, boy, go. We, we are the beacon of freedom, and we must preserve this grand experiment in self-governance. It still is. We're only 247 years into this grand experiment. We don't know how long it will last. But we do know that the founders, to take, the founders told us to take good care of it. I want to tell all my colleagues here what I told the Republicans in that room last night. I don't believe there are any coincidences in a matter like this. I believe that Scripture, the Bible, is very clear. That, that God is the one that raises up those in authority. He raised up each of you. All of us. And, and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country, and they deserve it, and to ensure that our republic remains standing as the great beacon of light and hope and freedom in a world that desperately needs it. Uh, what happened next was Mike Johnson got a cross. And then he went and he touched all of the Democrats in the House and they all went and they turned into pillars of salt. It was amazing. Now the entire House, now the entire House is Republican. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you have a, bo a boy can dream. All right. A strong America is good for the entire world. It's wonderful to have somebody who understands that who understands exactly why America was strong in the first place. Mike, big Mike, big Johnson, take it away. 
We stand at a very dangerous time. I'm stating the obvious. We all know that. The world is in turmoil. But a strong America is good for the entire world. Let's go, baby. It's wonderful to hear that. It, would you be able to have like would any member of the squad who's not currently arrested? And we'll get to there in just a second. They're they're arresting members of the squad now. It's awesome having to surrender themselves at the police station and so on. And I can't wait to talk to Dinesh about that. Dinesh will be joining the show soon. But isn't that interesting? Would a member of the squad be able to say that a strong America is the most important thing in the world? Would they say that? Of course not. They hate America. They want a weak America. Lead from behind. The Obama viewpoint of America is Marxist viewpoint of America. It's straight up Soviet Union. We must destroy America. Well, that's a pretty huge chasm there. And we've got to get better at actually speaking those truths. Mike Johnson speaking true truth yesterday to conclude his speech saying, what the hell are we doing here? We're supposed to help the American people. America first. Watch. I want to say to the American people on behalf of all of us here, we hear you. We know the challenges you're facing. We we know that uh, that there's a lot going on in our country domestically and abroad, and we are ready to get to work again to solve those problems, and we will. Our mission here is to serve you well, to restore the people's faith in this house, in this great and essential institution. Has your faith been slightly restored? Mine certainly has. Isn't it wonderful to see a man who, to start off his press conference with the entire, all the cameras of the world on him, declared that he will pray now with his conference. This is a remarkable moment. It is hard to express to you after all the turmoil in the house and every camera in the world. I mean, I'm telling you, we have a clip to show you how much media was there. I mean, there was thousands of reporters here watching this. And Mike Johnson just goes, I'm going to say prayer right now. All y'all chill. You could film me praying if you wish, but I'm going to pray. You don't matter. I'm not in control. God's in control. So it's time to be humble, get down on our knees. And we also have that image, get down on our knees and pray. Mike Johnson, a deep man of faith. And then after he did that, after he did that, Mike Johnson went and got holy water and he splashed it on the media. And they all went, it's amazing. Fangs came out, right? And they turned into pillars of salt. It's really special. So there's no more reporters in the Capitol, unfortunately. And there's no more Democrats. Mike Johnson been touching them with crosses and holy water. And, um... Yeah, there's a lot of salt. And so we thank you, all of you. Some of that salt, salt will actually, I'm very glad that we did salt that lib. You need some salt. Salt will be very cheap now because the entire capital is filled with salt based on the holy water and crosses. Here's Mike Johnson praying. I've never seen this photo. This is a photo that was sent out from Greg Stube, a congressman from Florida. You can see him there with his hand raised. This was them praying and Mike Johnson is there in the foreground in the blue suit. You can see there at the back of his head, Mike Johnson on his knees in Congress praying. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that something else? I mean, it's just a wonderful thing to see. It really is. It gives you hope. It's enough to give you hope. And and, and that that's really all that matters in this current time. Here's a uh, video of the entire conference cheering uh, Mike Johnson. Uh, and this will show you, you know, precisely how powerful an act of prayer truly is a reminder of how popular Mike Johnson is with Republicans and how Mike Johnson could probably get a lot of stuff done. I mean, if he has this kind of support, 
I, not a single Republican voted against him. Watch. Mike, Mike, <laughs> finding Nemo. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. Let's get that. That needs to be the meme, Jerry. Come on. Come on, pal. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. It should, I mean, it should really, it should really raise you up. As we have demonstrated on this program and as we have demonstrated on the show time and time again, you have been betrayed. You've been betrayed by your leaders. You've been betrayed by our leaders in the Republican Party. Paul Ryan lied to you and told you he was going to build a wall. Did he build a wall? No. Did he even try and get funding for the wall? No. John Boehner backstabbed you and immediately went and started cutting corny ads with Barack Obama, the guy that we sent him there to fight. These people, they have lied to you. They have backstabbed you. And you know what? Sometimes I like Democrats more than Republicans because at least Democrats will stab me in the face. Okay? At least Democrats will straight up stab me in the face and not stab me in the back. It's the backstabbers you got you to gotta worry about. Okay? Real quick here. Have a, have a good look at Mike Johnson's beautiful family. Check this out from the Daily Mail. Who is Mike Johnson? Speaker of the House, Louisiana, representative of four children who is backed by Trump. Backed by Trump. Donald Trump taking the, the victory laps here for Mike Johnson. Johnson entered Congress in 2017. That means he was elected with Donald Trump, right? 2016 election. And in 2020, helped lead the effort to overturn the 2020 presidential election result. Father of four likes taking his family to the gun range, go hunting, and is a football fanatic. Louisiana State University, let's go. Louisiana stand up and stand proud. Good for you having four kids, Mike Johnson. Way to go, man. He's got a beautiful family. He's got a beautiful wife and kids. There he is. Strong father, strong man of faith. Anybody who has more than three kids, total alpha chat. Look at that. Uh, and then also, there's this funny photo of him and his wife during a birthday. Go down. You see this? <laughs> Young Mike Johnson. There you go. Young Johnson. They married uh, Kelly Larry Johnson uh, in 1999. Couple married 24 years, have four children together, Hannah, Abigail, Jack, and Will. Uh, Kelly Johnson is a former high school teacher and now lectures on family-related issues and is a licensed pastoral pa uh, pastoral counselor. Isn't that beautiful? So uh, there's also a photo. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Man, scroll down. Look at, you, look at your girl. Look at Melania. Melania and Mike Johnson's wife hanging out at the White House. Do you need anything better than that? Johnson had a legal career before becoming a lawmaker, like many others in Congress. He was partner at a law firm, Kitchens Law Firm, and a senior attorney, doubling uh, doubling as the national spokesperson for the Alliance Defense Fund, a conservative legal Christian advocacy group. Man, that's an awesome group. Johnson also chief counsel at a nonprofit law firm, Freedom Guard. Describing his legal career in 2016, Johnson said he was focused on defending religious freedom, sanctity of human life, biblical values, including the defense of traditional marriage and ideals uh, when they have been under assault. From 2004 to 2012, Johnson served as a trustee for the Ethics on Religious Liberty Commission. So in case you're, you, in case you are uh, wondering, this man, a abiding Trump supporter, a deep legal scholar, a committed Christian, a committed father, a committed family man, a committed uh, pro-life advocate. Uh, and committedly, like, committedly based. Committed to the based causes. Ladies and gentlemen, law and order is the Mike Johnson way. He's for impeachment of Joe Biden. 
<laughs> and he's been on the right side of history here. He's also the, his mentor is Jim Jordan. So if you were really, really down for Jim Jordan speakership as I was, stand proud, stand proud. It's wonderful to see that uh, some people are standing in hopefully a jail cell soon. Jamal Bowman, a member of the squad, a socialist from New York, has been criminally charged for pulling a fire alarm. Jamal Bowman has been charged in Washington, D.C. for the false alarm, pulling of a fire alarm, and he has now surrendered, as of this morning, to police. Ladies and gentlemen, we have footage of Jamal Bowman's surrender here. Oh, it is wonderful to see. Watch. Congressman Jamal Bowman turning himself in moments ago. Fox News cameras capturing this exclusive video of the squad member surrendering. The lawmaker from New York is expected to plead guilty after being charged with falsely pulling the fire alarm at a congressional office building. It happened just before the House voted on a stopgap spending bill to fund government. Last month, Bowman is set to be arraigned at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Now, I have, unfortunately, sad news for you. Uh, apparently, Jamal Bowman struck a, who could have been charged if he was a J6er, he would have been in federal lockup for the rest of his life. He has struck a sweetheart plea deal, much like the Hunter Bidens of the world, and he will be pleading out the charge of willful and knowingly giving false alarm of a fire, a violation of D.C. code, could wind him up in prison for six months, but he said that he will have to pay a $1,000 fine and issue a formal apology to Capitol Police, and then he will have the charges dropped. I am responsible for activating a fire alarm. I will be paying a fine issued and look forward to these charges being dropped in a statement. Now, what else is Jamal Bowen guilty of? Well, of course, he's guilty of a number of major federal charges. He stopped an official proceeding from happening, which is exactly what they got like all of the j6ers on i mean that comes to top of mind and then there are of course a thousand other subsidiary charges that can be dropped uh behind all of that along with insurrection which of course is something that you should charge someone like rashida talib with rashida talib led an insurrection in the capital last week we seem to be the only show that is like even concerned with covering that but rabid Palestinian pro-Hamas protesters stormed into the Capitol, stopped official business, attacked members of Congress. And now Marjorie Taylor Greene has introduced a censure for Rashida Tlaib, a terrorist sympathizer. You can see here, MTG introducing the censure. There it is for anti-Semitic activity, sympathizing with terrorist organizations. Remember, they said that it was a terrorist organization. Yeah, these people are actually siding with a terrorist organization. Uh, what will happen to them? Marjorie Taylor Greene told us yesterday that she was going to censure Rashida Tlaib. Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I seek recognition to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The form of the resolution is as follows. A resolution censuring Representative Rashida Tlaib for anti-Semitic activity sympathizing with terrorist organizations and leading an insurrection at the United States Capitol complex. Whereas in May 2019, Rashida Tlaib said that she celebrated the Holocaust and felt a calming feeling when thinking about the genocide of millions of Jews. Whereas in 2020, Rashida Tlaib retweeted an illustration with the caption, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. So yesterday on the show, MTG called it the Hamas erection. I love that branding. 
I love that framing. I have yet to hear of anyone who was involved in the Hamas direction getting a federal charge. Some of them have been criminally charged with, I think, probably misdemeanors that will plead out just like Jamal Bowman. But will they be federally charged? They seem to have done exactly what happened on January 6th, where there were knocks on every person who was even remotely there. If you're a janitor in the building and you own a red hat, you went to federal prison. Little granny waving her 25-cent American flag. If you wandered in, you went to federal prison. And if you're Owen Schroyer or other people who weren't even, uh, like the leader of the Proud Boys, they weren't even at January. They weren't even there that day. And they're going to federal prison. Incredible. Remarkable. It seems like we're living in a police state. And there is, thankfully, one man who is calling out from the wilderness, as he ever has, Dinesh D'Souza, who has a brand new movie out about the police state, who's been doing just such exceptional work, and it's our honor to have him on the show now. Please welcome Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh, I apologize for for, for getting here a little bit later. There's just so many examples of the police state to go through and so many examples of Democrats getting let off while Republicans are, of course, rounded up for their political beliefs Am I wrong? Am I misreading the situation? Uh, you're reading it uh, absolutely right. And I um, think that these um, double standards that we uncover all the time, look at the way they treat Trump versus Biden. Look at the way they treat the January 6th uh, defendants versus, let's say, the Antifa BLM guys. And, and on and on and on. And then we think about it and we realize that behind this double standard, there is, in fact, a single standard. And that is that the police state protects its friends and goes after its enemies. Uh, from the point of view of the police state, the Democrats and the left are the party that are helping to build the police state. We don't have a full-fledged police state. We're not China, not yet. We're not North Korea, not yet. But we're a police state, as I say, under construction. And a police state under construction needs a constituency to build it up. And the police state agrees, will protect the crimes of the Democrats if the Democrats protect the crimes of the police state. Hmm. is When you see the Hamas direction, I just love that branding. When you saw that last week, did you have any, did you, did you believe that any of these people would face any federal charges? Nothing except a slap on the wrist, same as Jamal Bowman. And I think it's important to watch their psychology. When you look at Jamal Bowman pulling that, that lever, not for a minute did he think, I'm going to be in solitary confinement. I may be facing months in prison. They're going to throw the book at me. Similarly, all those guys in the, what is it, the cannon building chanting. You never saw the smallest glint of fear. Uh, their idea was if we're arrested, it's symbolic. We'll be out in the morning. It's going to be a misdemeanor, a slap on the wrist, big deal. Um, and the left can count on that kind of immunity. They, they can count on the idea that they're above the law because they are. So how do you solve a problem like this? I, I've been struggling with this, and so perhaps you can help me in my personal struggle session. Uh, you would assume that equal application of the law, rounding them all up and locking them all in federal pretrial detention in the D.C. gulag would maybe be the only way to show that there is no favoritism. But on the other side, I don't really want to live in an America where that happens to either side. So I'm kind of stuck. Uh, of course not. Uh, I have two thoughts about this. One is that we need to use all our power 
to fight back against this. So one way to fight back against this is to use the power of the purse, which the House Republicans do have, and start just defunding these organizations flat out. Let's say you defund Department of Homeland Security. They'll freak out. They'll be like, you can't defund us. And the answer is, yes, we can. We're going to defund you until we see some action on this front. So if you want funding, you're going to need to change your behavior now. Similarly with censorship. And that's not something that's for the Congress. It's something for the courts. The courts are moving, but they're moving a little slowly. The Supreme Court basically goes, we'll take the Missouri versus Biden case, but it's next spring. Now, look, there are millions of people being censored now, millions of people who will be censored over the next six months. Uh, I think the court will, in fact, administer a massive dropkick to government censorship. Now, this is not to say that YouTube and Facebook cannot continue censoring. They just cannot censor in collusion with the federal government. The government's grubby hands will be withdrawn. That alone will be progress. Have you seen any censorship on your new film? And can you please highlight for us what police state, which you can find at policestate.film.net, what this entails and where people can find it? So the police state is a startling idea. I mean, many, if I tried to make this film even three years ago, people would would have laughed at me or they would think I'm making the film about another country or making a film about Iran or Venezuela. But all the characteristic features of police states, I mean, let's look at them. Uh, Mass surveillance of citizens, systematic censorship, uh, ideological indoctrination in schools and in the media, the attempt to criminalize opposition, lock up the leader of the opposition party, efforts to undermine religious liberty, political prisoners. I mean, just go down the checklist. All those features are to one degree or another now present in the United States. Hmm. Uh, Again, it it looks like you have Jim Jordan, Dan Bongino. You have uh, some of the best, Cash Patel and Rand Paul, uh, talking about this. You have some of the greatest minds in our movement What is the, like, give people some hope. What is our way, is defunding the best way to fight this? Is there some institutional reform that we could do to prevent this from happening to either side? Because again, that's where I find myself. I find myself in in my soul, I'm like ashamed because I want this to act, I want Jamal Bowman to go to prison, right? Like I I want him to be held into account the same way that I would be held into account if I held a fire, pulled a fire alarm. And so I like, I, I wonder like, what is the actual solution here? Well, the actual solution is for the Republicans to A, wake up and B, get tough. The Republicans are too often like the antelope or the wildebeest that's lazily grazing. <laughs> and and even when I say, hey, look, there's a predator in the trees, they go, oh, no, Dinesh, it's the wind. Or, or, or yeah, there may be a predator, but you know what? He's going to land on somebody else's back, not mine. So uh, the first job of a film is it's a kind of a uh, it's a kind of a warning. Uh, it's an attempt to change the psychology of conservatives and Republicans and patriots and Christians and say we're not living in Reagan's America. We're not living in the America we grew up in. We're not living in the America that Dinesh came to as a teenager, where he was like, look at all this abundance, look at all this opportunity, look at all these you know unalienable rights that we have. No, this is a different America. And our actions have to be commensurate with that. I think the point you're making is very subtle, and that is that sometimes, not always, but sometimes you do have to use the tactics of the other side because Mm -hmm. the only way that they will feel 
the only way that they protect free speech is when they feel their free speech is threatened. I mean, remember yes. Elon Musk, he kicked off some liberals off of Twitter for one day and they were screaming their heads off. They were like quoting John Stuart Mill, you know, freedom of expression now and forever. Yeah, it's right. only because their own freedom was being abridged. Even if only for 24 hours. I feel like this would all end if you fed them their own medicine. Exactly. And and there's one thing that I was really hoping to talk with you about as it pertains to Hillary Clinton and as it pertains to all these plea agreements that you're seeing right now in these Trump cases, right, for the 2020 election. And it does seem like to me that Hillary Clinton could have been charged for the same thing, right? And could have with the – this is what John Durham was supposed to do, right? And you made the 2000 Mules movie, but the, the John Durham was supposed to hold their feet to the fire. Yesterday, Hakeem Jeffries gets up and gives this big election denier speech, right, about Republicans in the well of the House. Yet he's denied Trump's election from stem to stern, said it was the Russians the entire time. We have this full clip about him saying that. And so it's like it's only going to the insanity will only stop if they have to suddenly get put under oath and have to cry on camera and say, Donald Trump did win the 2016 election. We did. He did do it. We know it's false what we've been saying. It does seem remarkable, though, that we never get to that point. We never utilize power. We never wield power as Republicans. Is it because we've forgotten how to do that? Is it because we don't have the balls to do it? What is it? We're, we're trapped by our own um, sort of decency, our own sense that we are people of principle, our own uh, highfalutin conviction that we're not going to um, replicate the tactics of the bad guys. But look, just think about this. Right now, obviously, we don't control the DOJ, so we can't file those charges, and Merrick Garland certainly isn't going to. He's essentially a consigliere for the Biden crime family. Now, mm. uh, there are what, 30 Republican attorneys general and secretaries of state, we could indict Mayorkas in Texas right here for child trafficking. There's child trafficking going on. The government knows about it. They're actually okay with it. They're deliberately looking the other way. It's a price that they're willing to pay for the open border. So indict them. The moment you get seven prominent Democrats under indictment, Trust me, they will be running to stop their indictments because they'll realize that they're going to get a taste of their own medicine. Now, is that the America we want to live in? No. But how do you teach a bully a lesson other than six guys that are being bullied coming together and then kicking him in the shins? Yes. Yes. A little bit of chin music, a little bloody nose. Everyone has a plan until they get hit in the face. Mike Tyson. Uh, You are landing a punch here from Rasmussen. Polling shows that you are on the right side of History here, a police state is a tyrannical government that engages in mass surveillance censorship. Polling shows that people are very concerned about the police state. 76% GOP, 72% Democrat, uh, 72% and 67% Democrat. All voters, 72% are very concerned about the police state. So you are on a you are on a winning issue. I believe what most people want, and, and this is my final question, maybe I'm wrong. I think what most people want is not a police state, but a, but a just state where it is irrelevant what your political stripe is or where your church is or who you, you know, where you worship uh, and that we will simply enforce the letter of the law. Uh, And I guess a dovetail final question for you is I've been terrified about these attacks on the Christian church. I mean, you you, you read the communist manifesto. That's got to be the next place that they're going, right? 
Absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, you're a little prophetic here, Benny, because the closing scene of our movie, we're like, where can this go? And the closing scene of our movie is a massive FBI raid on a church. We show it. Uh, mm -hmm. We bring it home. Uh, that's the power of movies is they bring these ideas because Americans are defined by innocence. When Americans think of police states, they think of like a Stalin overcoat, a Hitler mustache. You know, it can't happen here, but it is happening here. And so it's important for people not just to know about it, but to experience it. If I can say the website, policestatefilm.net. We have a virtual premiere tomorrow where you can watch from home, full screening of the movie, live Q&A with Bongino and me to follow. And then after that, streaming, DVD, lots of different ways to watch the film. But policestatefilm.net is the place to go. Policestatefilm.net. Dinesh, God bless you for your work. Every, everything is just everything you produce is just a banger. And we have really, really loved it. And we we never play, we never play, we never fight the culture wars. <laughs> You're actually fighting the culture wars. We talk about the culture wars all day. We never fight. We never go create culture. So God bless you. That means a lot. Thank you very much. Such an incredible, such an incredible feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, such such deep and abiding appreciation for you and such a deep abiding appreciation for this audience. Uh, in the coming weeks, we will have members of Congress, members of the Senate, the, the, the new Speaker of the House, Jim Jordan. We're working on it. And they're all saying yes. You, you, ask, a, you ask on behalf of this audience, and they all say, yeah, totally, totally. And, and over the last just 24 hours, we've had Four members of Congress on one senator, Dinesh D'Souza. It's really amazing. And a yes, of course, from the new Speaker of the House and from Jim Jordan for coming on in the in the uh, coming days and weeks. And so it, really awesome, like really, really incredible. I just want to say uh, how appreciative we are of you and how we will never uh, like ever, ever, ever let you down. Like we're here for you. Uh, this is a community. This is our brigade inside of the salty army. We love salt in these libs. This is our brigade. We do actually have the official Benny Brigade. You can sign up for at bennyjohnson.com slash brigade. You can get your brigader keychain right here. And you can be part of the most exclusive and fastest growing membership community online that exists to keep us independent, keep our reporting and our journalism independent so we can talk about things like this with Dinesh, MTG, Ana Polina Luna, uh, and Eric Schmidt yesterday. Uh, and you can get your sweet Made in America leather keychain made by craftsmen and veterans with the official Salty Army tank on the back. Ladies and gentlemen, sign up today. Annual subscription, less than uh, $5 foot long per month. And it really means a lot. We thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do have a bit of news from Donald Trump uh, in New York. Turns out that Donald Trump had to pay a fine because he violated a gag order in New York. Really weird thing with like strange bedfellows have been going on. We got the ACLU. We got the ACLU backing up Donald Trump. So the ACLU is now filing briefs in order to protect and defend Donald Trump, saying that you can't gag a guy who's running for president. What's wrong with you? These people, they'll never learn unless we do it to them. They'll never learn. So what happens next? Next Republican administration, you're going to have Hillary, you know, you're going to have Hilda Beast running. She'll be 97 years old. She'll have to run out of a wheeled, a coffin, right? That they wheel around and she'll get up and she'll go, <laughs> right? And that's how she'll campaign. And then what? Like, you'll just go to Arkansas and you'll get a judge to say Hillary Clinton's not allowed to talk. 
right? So she can't campaign. And the coffin that holds Hillary Clinton will go, right? Will they like it when we flip it around on them? No, they won't. They won't like it, ladies and gentlemen. They'll be very, very angry. They'll be very sad. They'll be very bitter. And maybe it's a taste of their own medicine is what they need. Perhaps it's a taste of their own medicine is what they need. Or maybe they need to find Jesus. Maybe that's it. We certainly appreciate our Lord and Savior. And so we end our show with a Bible verse every single show to make sure that you have the good news from Ephesians 6, 12 today. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers. I'm sorry, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. What a perfect verse for this show. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world. This world is a sunken, dark place. Remember, Satan brought Christ up to the mountaintop and said, you can have all the kingdoms of the world. And Christ didn't say, you're lying. Christ said, be gone from me, Satan. He said, don't tempt me. He rebuked him, but he didn't say, you don't have the power to do that. Satan did have the power to do that. This is We live in a sunken place. We live in a sunken world. There is evil that roams here like a lion looking to devour all of us. Don't be devoured by that lion. Understand where real power is, and it's not in this world. You'll be let down in this world, unfortunately. We try to be salt and light, but yo, you'll be let down in this world. Don't get let down. Don't, don't put your faith in like stuff that can be corroded and destroyed. Uh, Set your sights there, okay? Like, make sure that you know that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are fighting a spiritual war and and that we are promised the victory. Maybe not justice in this world. We'll have justice. Oh, yeah, baby. Victory will be so sweet. March forward. Be encouraged. There are, you are blessed to be living in this time. There are big things at play. And it is a really exciting moment to be alive. Be salt and light. Be upright. Stand upright. And carry on. Go to In Faithful Soldier. It's your boy Benny. See ya.